happy Turkey Day, Adam. Happy Turkey Day. It's not. It, I mean, when this comes out, it'll be closer to what when Turkey Day. It, it, but it we're we're coming up to it. Turkey Day is the non-denominational version of Thanksgiving for people yes. who are who are offended by Thanksgiving or don't want to give thanks. Which I mean, you do you. You do you. Give zero <laughs> thanks. That's fine with me. Right. You know, a holiday <laughs> built on despair, like all of them are. So, like, you know, let's just, uh, for a certain group of people, but for us, we just get to eat. Well, yeah, just eating turkey or whatever, you know, whatever non-denominal eat that you want. Just non-denominal eat. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving Day food? Oh my god! Um, I, I mean, stuffing for sure yeah. is like oh. t- I mean, tip top, top, tip top, tip top, but, tip top. But tip top, honestly, top, 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 top. second sure. is is like the the um, kind of misunderstood step cousin, which is weird. Nice uh, green bean casserole with oh, onions shit. on top of it. Oh. Yeah. I know. You didn't have me at green bean casserole. <laughs> then onions added, on top. The added the onions. Top Ooh. five food all time. It's of so course. Ooh. Yeah, for me, it is also stuffing. I love me yeah. that wet bread. Ooh. Just make Ooh, bread yes. wet and uh, <laughs> then bake it and <laughs> put it, it inside of me. the turkey. And then I no, 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 no. Oh, not that way, huh? Listen, I don't like turkey. I don't think anyone should like turkey. It's dry and weird. I need cranberry sauce just to make it in gravy, just to make it edible. But you ever all the sides. I'm a side man. Yes, same. I only do like two or three slices of turkey but the rest mm. is just the size for sure now, now i have another question about the side for you love that love that are you a traditional cranberry sauce like man or are you the canned jelly cranberry uh i'm the canned cranberry sauce Same. that comes out as a cylinder yeah give me a slice of that can mold Right. I yeah. will cut it with a butter knife and yeah. make it real nice for you. And it's and nice then, and cold. Ugh, oh, I love yeah. It. Oh, yeah. It's a texture yeah. thing. It's like a, I don't know. It's a good texture. I love it. It's also a taste thing. Tastes like cranberries. Love it that. Ta- it tastes like cranberries. Tastes like cranberries. Traditional cranberry sauce, but in a sure. in a different way. It's like sure. a concentrated. But cranberry. then the texture thing comes. You're right, though. Yeah. It, it yeah. is a weird gelatinous yeah. cylinder that I adore, and it, it, I again need it for turkey to survive. I mean, it, I barely <laughs> look at the turkey. It's sad how much time goes into the turkey, and I just don't. Maybe care about maybe it. it just wasn't made right. No, listen. Okay, I am now 35 years of age. Sure. I have had many a turkey. Okay, I okay. have had undercooked turkey, overcooked turkey, oh, the worst. burnt, burnt turkey, and for me, burnt, burnt I, oh, oh, I've had a burnt turkey before. <laughs> I've burnt a turkey, and I've still eaten it because you're eating that goddamn turkey. I oh, made yeah. it, and I was sure I burnt it because I wasn't paying attention, but because I was too drunk on Thanksgiving, which is uh, <laughs> another go-to. You watch football. Get some, get some drunk and you know, get some drunk <laughs> get some drunk yeah I, I i hear you with the dry turkey but i've never i've never had like a consistently dry turkey every year like it, i think it depends on the type that you get too like we've gotten store-bought stuff and and then the past few years i've been recently getting a local brand turkey and it's it is significantly better i tell you if i get to my mother's and that turkey is dry i will throw it at her i will be i will be screaming i will at her. put it over her head i will engulf her head <laughs> in the turkey and be like you deserve this and you keep that turkey on because wow. you fucked this up 
Wow. Wow. That is incredibly violent. Yeah. Yeah. I won't do that. Plus, she ain't going to fuck this up. She going she gonna to do a great job she doing slays turkey it. time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like she, my no, parents. Sl- slay the uh, slay the meat game, you know. And I'm glad that they're putting the time in because I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I just provide the turkey at no cost, and then they make it. <laughs> my mom texted me and was like, "We're having waffles in the morning. What do you want on it?" And I was like, "Syrup, butter. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what else do you put on waffles? Just give me an ego with syrup. What are you? And then <laughs> not even a, a good one. It is straight up frozen ego. Yeah, some salted <laughs> butter." I'm good to go. Uh, yeah, with some Aunt Jemima. Or it's not Aunt Jemima anymore. Is, or is it still Aunt Jemima? They just got rid of the I don't know. I feel like the Aunt Jemima was racist. So yeah, it's just it's know. just Jemima now. <laughs> She's no longer Jemima. Yeah, no longer racist if they take. Weirdly enough, the the racist part was that she was an aunt. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, White well, Lotus, by the way. Gone, we've gone White over Lotus. our food preferences. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I think I'm taking a new to, uh, uh, kind of of a new course on this podcast people are way more interested in our very interesting lives that that are just talk about turkey and stuff yeah yeah i think (laughs) so they don't come here for the show let's let's see if our listenership goes up with the the five minutes of turkey talk in the beginning of this episode they'll turn it off and i understand white lotus (laughs) by the way got a season three yes amazing so people got to be watching it i'm excited for it that's wonderful i like that yeah. very much very yeah very much i think we called that though i think we said that what yeah. they're gonna let mike white kind of do whatever he wants for as, lo- as long as he wants to yeah it's 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 doing well and hb it's a good look for hbo like it's um it's i think more relatable than some shows that have come out recently but it's sort um, of their most yeah. relatable show by f- you know sure, you don't have sure. a you don't have dragon fights yeah 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 you don't uh have a spaceship in the middle of you know, a different galaxy. Crazy. Okay. So what do you, what do you, which one are you talking about? Raised, <laughs> raised by to- wolves. Oh, fuck that show. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it got canceled. I did. Yeah, good. Good. That show was that first episode. Straight was, ass. First, first episode was good. Listen, man, pilots are important to me. I love uh, a good yeah. pilot and but I liked the bad. race by wolves pilot, yeah. but it bad, it bad it's, and it, it gone. It, and I'm glad. Good. <laughs> It's a new day, and Cameron wakes up in the same bed with Mia and Lucia. Lucia. At the same time, Harper's calling Ethan, asking what they did last night. Uh, She tells her she's trapped by Daphne. She's goddamn trapped. And she is immediately suspicious when she is asking Ethan, and he doesn't really remember what happened the night before. Cameron pays money to Lucia and tells her he will give the remaining to the hotel desk, and she can get it there later, although we did not see that occur. That's right. Oh, yes, that's right. He he said he was going to give it to her. He's lying. He he ain't got no money. That's why Ethan's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He ain't got no money. And I bet that's going to come up again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Although, you know, based on the uh, events of this episode, it may not. Maybe. I mean, it it probably will. But, like, we don't know that immediately. Lucia is not going to just leave money on the table. No, but she does want to, like, stop. She just wants to chill out with this life, you know? Mm, That's true. That's true. But I don't know. Uh, Yeah, money's money, you know? Yeah, money is. (laughs) Five bucks is five bucks. You're not wrong. Five bucks. (laughs) is five bucks yeah 
Hotel yeah. manager Valentina sees her colleague Isabella talking oh, to another member of the staff, Rocco, and she's like, is he making you uncomfortable? And no, Isabella's but I will. basically like, yeah, like, <laughs> no, you're being very, uh, you're in my face right now. <laughs> Don't get me any weird, expensive gift later, please. Oh, oh man. <laughs> A cloche or whatever the hell it's called. I don't know what it was, but it was ugly as sin. A brioche. Bro- bro- brooch? Brooch. Brioche is a kind brioche of bun. Brioche is a bun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a brooch. Like the brooch. thing that she p- pins on her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We found it. We starfish. Got that. You know, starfish. Dominic asked the manager if they can help him with jewelry as a gift to his wife, because that's going to fix everything. And we move on from there. And it's breakfast time at the White Lotus Hotel. Portia is there sitting with Tanya. Around this time, she apologizes to Albie for just being weird last night and tells him they should hang out later. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. For sure. It's not. When no. Portia asks Tanya if she can hang out with Albie, she changes the topic to Greg again. Tanya is verklempt, okay? I think people might give her shit for just not caring about other people's feelings, but she's going through it right now. And to be fair, Jennifer Coolidge's Tanya is at her best when she doesn't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah, oh yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. just like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a myopic version of life for Tanya, and that's okay with me. What a word. Yeah, thanks, man. Say it again. Myopic. Mm-hmm. Anyway. This is me Googling if I used it right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Anyway. <laughs> I just liked that you used it. <laughs> yeah, it was the wrong one, but I went for it nonetheless. You got you to admire what? my courage, you know? It's okay. It's okay. I'm courageous. You are you are so courageous. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you <laughs> saying that with no prompt. Anyway, <laughs> the two male guests from last time who were looking at Tanya from across the bar invite her up to the beach house later, and she is skittish slash excited to do something new. Sure. Lucia tells Mia that she feels bad dragging her friend into this work. As we know, uh, Mia you know, kissed Ethan and she's getting more and more into the actual having sex portion of being a lady of the night. And right. Lucia's like, I, I, you're just here for moral support. Don't you just be chill. Don't worry about it. And, and Mia's like, you know what? Maybe singing is horse shit and I should do what you do. And Lucia's like, no, no, I've created the monster. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, that's a bad, bad Italian accent, but sure. <laughs> I loved it. Lucia then says that all whores are punished in the end. Oof. A ominous sentence. Oh, my God. Foreshadowing? Yeah, for a show that murders people. Yeah. Not chill. Oh. Mia may be on her way out. Yeah, your your call might be correct. What does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said you were, it was probably going to be Mia, or, or you were hinting towards Mia. Sad. Yeah. Mia sees Albie and Conchu and is like, oh my God, I have a great idea. Conchu, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's who he is, man. No, I know, but it's, it was woven so nicely that it caught hey. me off guard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I crochet. Yeah, yeah, you crochet. I crochet. And, you know, sometimes I crochet the wrong stuff, but I do yeah. it confidently because I'm courageous. <laughs> You're courageous. Anyway, they decide to go to his room and take a shower while Albie and Kanchu are walking around, whatever, doing whatever. <laughs> Daphne tells Harper not to tell anything to anyone about the conversation they had last night. And Harper's like, 
Uh, I'm going to tell everybody immediately. <laughs> yeah, right. At least, at least my husband, you know. Right. Because he is mm, trustworthy. Yeah. Tanya and Portia go to the beach house to meet the new male guests. And at said beach house, Portia meets a nice young man. The young man from the pool last night who oh had boy. very cold nips. Yeah, very cold nips. Ends up being from Essex. Yeah. Essex. Uh, England. England. Right. V- very annoying accent, but it's fine. Uh, He's hot, I'd, so it's I'd, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind the accent. I, I hate think, it. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a bit laid on thick. Yeah, but... they're so thick. <laughs> Albie is waiting there for Portia to come down, but she's not going to make it. Tanya has a good conversation with the men at the beach club. They are like a horde of gay men who are there to have a good time. They very obviously have some money. They keep telling her they have to come see the house and they have to In come Paloma. see the boat. Oh, the yeah. Paloma. Not the drink, the place. Yeah, which is probably where the drink is made off of, you know? Yeah, probably. Tanya goes to the beginning <laughs> of her entire life, and I was like, I was born in San Francisco. <laughs> and uh, actually, one of my favorite lines from this episode, and the guy was like, oh, we're going from the very beginning. Okay. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yes, <laughs> for sure. I got all day, sweetheart. She tells about Greg and how he left her in Sicily, at which point he's like, that's some horseshit. When Daphne and Harper return to the hotel, Harper goes in and talks to Ethan. Ethan is being weird. And Harper then finds an opened condom packet on the sofa. And at this point, it's where I messaged you while I was watching it. I am infuriated with Harper's character during this Why? episode. Why? Because it, she goes the whole episode, and, and maybe I'm being a little extreme. Sure. But she's going the whole episode, and we'll get to it, but where she does not say anything. You think she should have brought it up? I think she should have just said, hey, I found this. What the hell happened? Like right. she, That seems like her character. I think she's just really caught off guard by Ethan lying. Exactly. And that's why I think maybe I'm coming along too strong. But like the more the episode went on and the more that they had one on ones and he didn't say anything and she didn't bring it up. I was like, just say something. Yeah, I had the same feeling. Uh, uh, But again, I gave her the benefit of the doubt because because she said that he is trustworthy to a fault. And for him to, you know, Cam said bro code to ethan at which point right. that ethan was like i don't know if i've ever done a bro code but i guess <laughs> first times for everything yeah right what a what a time to do it for the first time and he's trying his best to hold up to said bro code but honestly like cameron's not a person that you should deflect for yeah you shouldn't be running defense for that asshole no but also Ethan's bad at having friends. And so he is in a dilemma that is causing him to lie to his wife. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's very easy for everyone to be like, he should have told her the truth and she should have told him the truth instantly. And they should have had a conversation about it right. instantly. But that's not one drama in a right. dramedy. And two, I think this is a lot like Alexander Daddario shouldn't have returned to Jake Lacey at the end of season one. Like, it's very easy for you to say that you would have done something different, but in the moment, it's very different. Right. Mia and Lucia go and sit next to Albie, who is like, you can't stay here. Porsche is totally going to be here and everything 
Poor Albie. Chill. He looks around. He sees Portia talking to the new guy, at which point he goes up there and has a conversation that I wanted to jump off a cliff during. Yeah, it was so awkward. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene was, as our friend Connor would put it, cringe lord. Yeah, it was cringe lord 100%. It, yeah. I mean, I... I guess I give it to him a little bit for going and saying something or at least putting himself into the situation. Sure. But he obviously has never been exactly in this kind of situation where he's passive aggressively being like, hi, remember me? (laughs) And it goes poorly for him because Portia is enamored with Jack because he is pretty and has a six pack and has a weird accent. So what are you going to do? But, you know, leading up to this, she said to Tanya, like, you know, he's a he's a good guy. I, I, I feel like I owe it to myself to give him a chance. So I think she was like kind of leaning towards like, you know what? He might be like a corny guy, but maybe that's good. In, I, in, I think know. even at that time where he came up, she was still leaning towards Albie rather sure. than Jack. Yes. But she couldn't leave that beach house because Tanya was there. So right. you might as well just hang out with this dude while <laughs> right. you have to be there because your boss is there. Right. You're forced in the situation. But then again, she's on quote unquote vacation and uh, she owes nothing to no one. You know? Yeah, that is also true. Albie, Conchu, and Dominic go and have some lunch, and it is awful. Dominic shows him the jewelry that he got his wife, and he's like, everything's going to be fine now, right? And, uh, (laughs) And Dominic's like, the only person who I think could talk to her is Albie. Which is some horseshit. Yeah. And Albie does the exact thing he should have done, which is be like, oh, how about you fuck yourself? Yeah. And, and he, wow, what manipulation, you know, I was, that was the first thing I thought of was, wow, what a manipulative bitch. <laughs> which I think Albie said says it. exactly he out did. loud yeah. and then fucks the fuck off. Right. <laughs> I need to leave. I got to get out of here. All the while, Harper is in a complete state of shock. She is being real weird at every meal or social event. Ethan keeps being like, hey, are you okay? And Harper can put on a smile for like milliseconds and say yes. But obviously, she's not. She is being eaten up on the inside by what is my life and what is the truth? Because right. I feel like it's not being told to me. You know, because she has evidence to suggest otherwise. Mia tells Lucia about the pianist and is like, oh, wait, I can be like you. I'm just going to go have sex with him so I can become a singer. And Lucia's like, no, <laughs> no, Mia, no. <laughs> After Mia leaves, Lucia sits with Albie, who is still waiting for Portia to come down, at which point he's just like, yeah, you can take the chair. I mean, this shit seems to not be happening. So... Yeah, you can hang out. Hang out with me, hot Italian lady. Right. They decide to go for a swim. And during that said swim, Mia goes to have sex with Giuseppe. They go into the church and Giuseppe is having a little bit of trouble. So (laughs) Mia's like, I got this. I know there are some pills in Lucia's bag and goes up to the bag and grabs one pill and then another. And she's like, fuck, I don't know which one of these is Molly or which one of these is Viagra. When she goes down to ask Lucia, she stands like 20 feet away from Lucia. Screaming Viagra. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Like, which one of these is which? And I was screaming at the TV, go closer to her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was saying the same thing. Why are you? De- why did you decide to stop where you're? St- I don't understand. <laughs> Anyway, she comes up with the brilliant idea to just give him both, which, Ugh. boy, oh boy. Oh, man, not, not, not chill. Harper once again asks Ethan what happened last night. He says they went jet skiing, which was fun, and then they drank a lot, at which point Daphne and Cameron knock on their door and they head out to dinner. Everything is not fine on the Western front. <laughs> Albie at this point tells Conchu and Dominic that he met a girl at the beach and wants to have dinner with her, at which point she does so. And then like five minutes later, Conchu and Dominic look over and are like, oh, my God, he's having dinner with Lucia. What a wonderful surprise. <laughs> yeah. At which point Dominic takes a long sip and is like, fuck. <laughs> well, this is going exactly how I envisioned. Bert slash country is like, yeah, those were the two who were in my room earlier. I walked in and I saw Mia's chest, which was pretty cool. Yeah, he was like, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Creep. I know. But he said it like, like, hey, I had no control over this. And like, I'm an old man. So, yeah, I'm fine with it. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever felt this way about Bert. More power to him. Right. And perhaps the last. During said dinner, Giuseppe is having a tough, tough time. (laughs) And he is just losing his shit. He gets up from the piano after a song and then passes out on the ground, which prompts a lot of sirens, ambulances, police, everything, having to take him away. At which point Mia's like to Valentina, hey, I, I can sing tonight. (laughs) And <laughs> Valentina's is like, what do you, why are you talking to me? Get away from me. <laughs> My pianist is dying. Uh, could go away, you whore. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's not nice. But by the way, we thought maybe Giuseppe was the one who died at the end. Right. Yeah, that was my my random offshoot guess. Yeah. Can he die at the end if he dies now? Well, uh, I mean, I, I just assumed that he would be gone in some way and I might be winning that one, but I suppose we'll find out. <laughs> right. Perhaps he is having a heart attack or maybe when the drugs are out of his system, he's going to be fine and be like, what the fuck did you or, give me? Or, or you know, this could come back full circle. And, and to your point from earlier, like the, where a whores always get the the bad end of the stick kind of thing. Which, by the way, is a Lucia quote, and we're not right. just the ones. We're not the ones yes, who right. are bringing <laughs> up that word. <laughs> to, to, uh, it is a quote from the uh, show that Mike White wrote. <laughs> yeah, he did this, not did us. This. But um, you know how they get the kind of the shit end of the stick. Maybe he comes back after getting clear from the hospital and he does something to Mia because he finds out that she drugged him. You know, like it could come back to her oh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. he's, you know, kind of a crazy, like manic guy, it sounds like in some degree. Tanya and Portia go and have dinner with Rocco and Quentin and their whole group, which was wonderful. Honestly, oh, yeah. that group of gay men who have a lot of money are a breath of fresh air in this show. Mm. I love their whole vibe. I love how they're constantly inviting young men up and they're just like, you got to also come see the house. Like, 
they just have a vibe of wanting to have a good time and succeeding on a constant basis, right. which is something that I think the show needed, especially after the last episode that was like slogging along a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they definitely help the story to move along. They give something for Tanya to not be sad about. And every time they're on screen, I think it's funny and great. Yeah, very personable. After that dinner, Portia and Jake go to the bar, as well as Lucia and Albie. At this point, Lucia has not brought up to Albie that she is a woman of the night and not asked him for any money. Mm. And when Portia is talking to Jake and looks over and is like, oh, Albie is still with that girl. She thinks to herself like, okay, well, I I guess that thing that I actually wanted is not really happening. So she kisses Jake, at which point uh, Lucia is a fucking ride or die and is like, (laughs) you cannot let them win and kisses Albie. And I was like, you fucking go, Lucia. Yeah, she's the goat. She's helping him. She knows it. Tis goaded. And then sucks his penis. Well, we're not there yet. But well, we're, you're not, we're pretty, we're pretty you're, close. <laughs> yeah, he was too, until the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <was> good. <laughs> yeah, you know. Gross. That's gross. Love anyway, that. Harper asks Ethan again about last night. Ethan is like, oh, again, nothing happened. But also, by the way, you were probably right because Cam asked me to put an investment offer into his firm and which is like eh. but again he's just deflecting and harper doesn't give a shit about the investment offer and what the nefarious reasons are that cam and daphne asked them here Mm. she's just sort of wondering whose goddamn condom that was right and why her honest to a fault husband is lying to her Mm. Mm. yeah it's uh it's a tough situation because i think he i mean he has to be feeling the same way like like shit i'm i'm lying to her and i think she knows but i don't know if she knows like you know she's in this weird space and um be interesting to see how it pans out yeah well he's going to figure it out pretty soon because she left the condom wrapper oh yes, on the that's right. bathroom table that's right so he's going to walk in there the next day after his run and be like oh shit and i wonder in that moment if the bro code is over and he'll just tell her the truth how much of the truth like will he say the part where he kissed mia and also will he be like that's my bad for lying to you and at like what level of angry will harper be at right and will it be at the level of angry where she tries to bone cameron and his giant horse penis (laughs) Or, and this is, I think, a testament to the show in in keeping us guessing, is that maybe he finds it, doesn't realize that Cameron left it behind, and now blames Harper on cheating. Or maybe he's like, just throws it out. That's worst case scenario. He's like, (laughs) she didn't see it. She didn't see it. She would have brought it up if she had seen it and just throws it out. Exactly. Like, who, and then how will that pan out? really bad in a way in a way where i think harper's just like let's bang cameron to get back at ethan or i'm gonna kill ethan and dump him in the ocean for the first episode of the show listen (laughs) for aubrey plaza to take this role i feel like like it's not out of the box to be like or for her to have been like mike i want to kill somebody and then he's like you got it Right. During a conversation that Tanya is having with Quentin, they discuss an island off in the distance where a woman was living for a very long time and the mob most likely or the government pushed her off a cliff to get that island and her house, which is 
uh, feel like some foreshadowing and someone's going to be pushed off. <laughs> oh my God, right? That island and that house and fall into the ocean. And that's who Daphne finds at the end. Dear Lord. That feels like, I don't know, that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned earlier, Lucia goes up to Albie's room, gives him a BJ, and <laughs> he is very excited about it. She doesn't bring up money once, which is odd. Uh, I, I, I think she just understands the situation and is being nice and also is in a place where she just said to Mia, like, this is not sort of the life for me, at least long term. And she sees this as like a middle lane of altruism and the thing that she was doing already. Right. And perhaps like if she does it just because she wants to and doesn't ask for money, like that is more freeing. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a path to another life. Right. But she did it nonetheless. So like they could have not done that. They could have just talked all night, but it did happen anyway. So we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. And then Portia's in the other room over there getting her rocks off with British boy. They seem to be doing the sex. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, very passionate. So I'm curious to see how that is going to go with her and Albie now because they're going to see each other. A second time I've said this this episode for a different human being, more power to her. She said that she wanted to come to Italy and get thrown around a bit. She has met a dude that seems to be that exact guy to deliver exactly what she wants. (laughs) And she is in a situation with a boss that she doesn't like, albeit in Italy. So, like Uh, you know, get it. Albeit. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get that. Albie. His name is Albie. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Okay, I get it now. Anyway, go for it, lady. Like, you saw Albie kissing a lady. Go get it. Yeah, like, uh, maybe you should have been more forward when Albie came up at the beach. But, like, eh, no, no, no. And, like, it was an awkward situation. And she was forced into it because Albie walked up there. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't think there's any fault there at all no i don't i don't think so it'd just be interesting to see how it plays out between both of them and if if it sends someone off the uh proverbial cliff you know yeah or the literal cliff yeah (laughs) so that was the end of episode four entitled the sandbox right i think that's what it was called in the sandbox sandbox, they were were in it and they were doing um sandbox things they were building their own thing yeah we kind of glossed over the part where valentina gave the brooch to isabella and isabella was like what she she wants to see her in uh in her birthday suit for sure sure Sure. she wants to celebrate her birthday because she's a good friend 100%. Good friend, good boss. You know, actually, it is kind of an echo of Murray from season one. Yes. Hitting on his uh, employees as well. No, no, no. Murray is the manager. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, but he also hit on Steve Zahn at the bar, remember? That's so true. Yeah. You know, this is a good season of television, The White Lotus season two. At this point, it does not compare. It's not even close to how good season one was. No, season one was something new and different. And it was it had a little bit more tinge of mystery, which I appreciated. Uh, It was definitely stranger with the music choices and the way they filmed it. But I like this. I think it's a good follow up. But you're right. It's not going to surpass season one. No. And I think it will start to ramp up 
a lot more once Harper, as I described it last time, like not an overreaction, but an overcorrection. Sure. Whatever she does, I think is going to put a, uh, a nail in a lot of different sized coffins. One, maybe perhaps Ethan. <laughs> and yeah, then right. once we find out what Greg's shit was doing, once Valentina gets rejected most likely and how she deals with that and Lucia trying to forge a new path for herself while Mia doing the same but in the exact opposite direction right there are a lot of dramatic moments that are I think upcoming and I just hope that like Rocco and Quentin hang around because I do need a comedic relief in the middle of all of what's about to happen yeah (laughs) I need some positivity. I also feel like at the end of this season, I will hate Albie. I don't know why they have that, but I have it yeah, in my bones. Yeah, you said that from the beginning, that he would be end up being like kind of the douchey guy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it seems like he's on a rebound right now, but you know, who knows? That's why I said it'll be interesting to see how his story kind of meshes with Porsche's story and if that if it even ends up being anything more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it's obviously good enough and getting enough people watching it that it's getting a third season. Sure. I'd watch it. I like it. I'm definitely going to watch it. HBO, you know, the upcoming shows that I know or care about, right, are... Two years from now, they're going to have House of the Dragon season two, right? right. Mm-hmm. Coming up soon is going to be His Dark Materials, yep. the last season of that, which I'm very much looking forward to. Succession is going to be soon, which is, I I mean, again, I, I've said it multiple times, I think it's the best show on television and the thing I'm looking forward to the most. The Last of Us. The Last of Us, of course. Yep. I can't I've wait for. i said it so much. Um, that is the show that I am looking forward to the most. God, I hope it's good. I just want it to be good so bad. But James and I will be doing a full-blown pod on that one. Avenue 5 has season two out right now. I haven't watched any of it, but oh, I, I liked... Is. I, Avenue 5 is uh, Josh Gad, Hugh and Laurie. They're on oh, a Oh, yes, spaceship. yes, yes. Yep. It was pretty good. There was like a moment uh, in that show that I'll never forget, but it was kind of up and down. Zach Woods is also amazing in that show. Dune, the sisterhood is going to be coming up pretty That's soon. Right. Yep. True Blood's getting a reboot, which I don't is think it really? is in need. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hellraiser. Uh, there's uh, a, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of that is in development still. Sure. Uh, the John Snow uh, got. A, there was a leak this week that said mm-hmm. the Night King was going to be in the John Snow show, and I was like, ha, ah, fucking how? You, we don't have to discuss that because you don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no who, idea what that means. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I'm like pretty Yeah, cool. there's a lot, lot of good content coming. Uh, the next couple months are going to be good for HBO, I think. I just, I, I think if it's executed well, The Last of Us will be their, the biggest show of the past couple of years. Yeah, I just wonder how many people are going to watch it. I think a lot more than you think, man. They're, they're, I, they've done listen, so much money in that show. I'm, I'm not saying that, like, are more people going to watch The Last of Us than White Lotus? Probably. But yeah, I wonder, probably. I think that margin needs to be pretty goddamn big to make the budget of that show worth it sure because that budget of that show is higher than house of the dragon that obviously has the bump up of being a game of thrones show but mm. was getting like 20 ish million people watching it in for some episodes so the so. last of us the, the how i see it going is you have the entire game player base that played it and it is one of playstation's best-selling games of all time um the first one so you have immediately the gamers that'll watch it because it's uh an ip from the last of us or naughty dog rather but you're also going to get the people who like like the walking dead and um 
um, you know, shows like that where it's a drama survival show with zombies. Uh, I mean, that's that's how they pitch it in the trailers. So I think it'll attract a bigger audience than I would have originally thought it just being a video game show but they're selling it more they they haven't even said openly that hey this is from the makers of playstation like they're they're not leaning into that they're saying this is an hbo original show and this is what it is and so i think it's going to grab more than than i originally had thought yeah i mean i hope so i look forward to watching it as a person who's never played any of the games although i do have a understanding of it by the way the white lotus debuted to 1.5 million people which is Decent, but not great. But yeah. there was an average of 9.3 million viewers per episode for season one that happened over time. White Lotus uh, was something that kind of caught on right, right. and more people. So like as it was sitting on HBO Max, more and more and more people watched it. So perhaps the same thing. That's like Yellow Jackets. Two. That's oh like Yellow God. Jackets. I can't wait for that show to come back. Yeah, see, that's another one. and that But that's Showtime, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know because my Showtime subscription comes <laughs> and goes with that show. I know. I exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be one that we we're, we'll probably do right because uh, oh, that yeah. show grabbed a hold of me so fast. Oh my, it's so it's fast, fucking good. It was so good. So yeah, you and I are probably going to do that show. I think I'm going to be in and out of the Last of Us one just because that's, yeah, that's I, I kinda, fine. James is taking he's like taking a podcast vacation right now as the White Lotus is happening, which I is um, like how dare he, you know. <laughs> Anyway, I'll be happy to have you on to to like, like, I I definitely want to do the first episode with James because we know so much about it. We're so passionate about it. Believe me when I say I want to know your show and I want to know your thing. I'll pop in and out. I want to know your feelings on like how you think it's going from someone who's never played it. So this is the the, again, like the reverse dichotomy of me with Game of Thrones. So, yeah, The Last of Us set to release January 15, 2023. so, So soon. I need a full blown trailer. I want a full blown trailer, like another trailer. I need it. I want it. I want to hear Joel talk more. And his dark materials, probably the show that will be in between White Lotus on Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. and The Last of Us, or perhaps after The Last of Us, which honestly, I can't even believe his dark materials got a third and final season because not many people were watching it. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about it. It's weird. Yeah. Really cool. Um, it's like it's one of the best selling youth fiction ah, novels of all time. Okay. It's also called like the Golden Compass. Blah, blah, oh. Blah. Yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh I can't wait for Thanksgiving. This about to have like a, <laughs> a a little bit of a four day week of yeah. work, not work week. Well, yeah, four day work yeah. week. Like, but a little bit of a mini vacation, dude. Yeah. Uh, I took vacation all next week, so I got a proper vacation. Oh shit! Oh shit! I know. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. I know. Can't wait to have no work. That'd be really cool. Uh, so good. Thank you for joining us for Sweet Lotus Anyway, I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs>